installment of Everything NHL. I'm your host, Nathan, and we're here with our hockey expert, James Kumar. Hey, what's up, man? So, so this week we're going to go over um, Thursday's games. We'll go over some of Friday's games. They're done. We'll look over the scores as well. Um, we'll talk about some pickups you can take a look at, and then we'll preview Saturday's games. All right. Sounds good. Let's hop into it. All right. So we'll start with... Um, first game of Thursday, um, Arizona versus Tampa Bay. Pretty dominant performance by Tampa Bay. Um, they were able to uh, win 5-1 um, in the first period. Alex Killorn with two goals and Steven Samkos with a goal. Uh, Alex Bereboule with a uh, fourth goal for Tampa Bay in the second period. And Andre uh, Schuster in the third period for Tampa Bay again. To close out the game 5-1, and for Arizona, we have Lawson Cruz for um, Arizona, their only goal of the game. Um, what are your thoughts? Honestly, uh, Tampa Bay needed a game where they could sort of make things right. I know they had been losing a few, and yeah, they did it against an Arizona team that just really doesn't look strong this year. Tampa has a winning record now, 4-3-1. Uh, they're sort of turning it around after a rough start. Of course, they're out with they're without uh, Nikita Kucherov for maybe eight more weeks or so. So it's going to be tough, but they are playing well. And then as for the Coyotes, 0-6-1, I don't even know when they're going to win their first game of the season. Um, I know we're recording on a Friday. They played again and they didn't win. So 0-7-1 now. So yeah, I'm really not sure when this Coyotes team is going to get a win. Yeah, it's going to be a long season for Arizona. Oh yeah, 100%. And I guess we'll move on to the next game in the slate. We have Calgary with a really dominant performance against Pittsburgh, a shutout basically. Um, in the first period, we had Johnny Gaudreau, Um and no goals in the second period. But in the third period, we had Blake Coleman, uh, Dylan Dubé, and Mel- uh, Milan Lucic. And uh, what are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, I mean, dominant performance by Calgary. They've been so hot to start the season, 5-1-1. One, and one. It really seems like this team is finally clicking. And I guess as for Pittsburgh, um, there had to be a down game eventually without a lot of their stars, Crosby, Malkin, um, Latang, and, and Carter. And, I mean, this was it. Like, they couldn't get any goals. Um, they've started out well, 3-2-2. Two, and two. I mean, people probably thought it would be a lot worse without all those guys, but they're still managing to, you know, get wins here and there. So I can't really fault Pittsburgh on this. Calgary is just a better team. Yeah, I guess for Pittsburgh, they're, uh, it's pretty much their um, B team more or less trying to stand in the gap until the main guys come back. And I guess when you take that into perspective, they're actually doing pretty well. Yeah, I'll definitely say that they are doing really well. For sure. And I guess moving on to another team that's doing really well, we have, Carolina with their own shutout against Boston. It's a really difficult team to get a shutout on. Um, in the first period, we had Tony D'Angelo. In the second period, we had Nino Niederreiter, and we had Andrei Sveshnikov in the third period. What are, your sh- what are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, so Carolina's pretty much just been playing so solid to start the year. They're 6-0. and I mean, they scored one goal in every period. They held Boston to nothing. Um, I mean, Boston has been pretty good this year. I know they have played some tough teams. They've also played some easy teams as well. So 
They have a middling record right now. I don't know how strong Boston's going to be down the stretch, but all I know is that this Carolina team is really strong offensively, defensively. And now with uh, Freddie Anderson as their goalie, I mean, you got a shout out in this game. He's just been so solid. And I mean, yeah, this team might actually get over the top this year. I really like them. Yeah. I mean, um, I guess Calgary, they've been trying to make progress um, last season. Last season didn't really um, work out too much, but it looks like their progress kind of carried over to this season as well. Yeah. I mean, um, I know that Tampa Bay knocked out Carolina in the playoffs last year. Um, but yeah, that doesn't seem to phase them. They seem to be right back on track this year and they're looking really strong again. For sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, we have um, Colorado versus St. Louis. This one was a really close game. Um, uh, Colorado was able to take this game um, for three. So in the first period, we had uh, JT Comfort for Colorado and Calden Pareko for St. Louis. And in the second period, we had JT Comfort again with the second goal of the game and Nazim Kadri for Colorado as well. And in the third period, we had Kale McCarr for Colorado and Braden Shen and Vladimir Tarasenko for St. Louis. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think this is uh, a game where Colorado knew they had to come in and sort of try and turn their record around. They were like, what, two and four coming in. Not a good way to start the season. And I mean, yeah, they get it done. Um, St. Louis was undefeated coming into this game. So this is their first loss on this, of the season. I'm not going to put it on this team. They've been really solid. I think both of these two teams are probably the two best teams uh, in that central division from what I've seen so far. Obviously, Colorado hasn't played like it. St. Louis has seemed like the more dominant team. Obviously, St. Louis is a lot healthier than they are last year. They're a lot deeper than they, are a lot, than they were last year. So I feel like if they met up uh, with Colorado again in the playoffs, it wouldn't be as dominant as, as Colorado was last year. I feel like it would be a lot closer. These are two really solid teams. So um, I'm not going to judge Colorado by their record right now. I think they're pretty much in the league with St. Louis at this point. Yeah, for sure. I guess for Colorado, it's just, we, we know the potential's there. They just have to meet it. Yeah. And I mean, they've been without guys for some games as well. They should have had a winning record by now if they would have had everyone in the lineup. But I think as they get players back, they'll keep getting a lot more wins. For sure. And I guess speaking of more wins, um, Philadelphia with their uh, next win against the uh, Vancouver Canucks, uh, 2-1, really uh, close game, really defensive game. Um, all the goals were in the first period as well, which is really interesting. Um, Sean Couturier and James uh, Van Rijmstijk for um, Philadelphia and Quinn Hughes for Vancouver. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I mean, if you started watching in the first period, within the first seven minutes of the first period, three goals were scored. You probably thought this game is going to be a crazy scoring game. And then nothing happened after that. So if you watch the first period, I think you pretty much watch the whole game here. And yeah, um, Flyers, they've been really hot. They've won like, what, four out of their first six games. Insane. Um, Vancouver, they're sort of a, a middle of the pack type team. Um, they have been playing pretty well. Obviously, they need to score a little bit more as we saw from this game. Yeah, just overall, the Flyers, um, I mentioned that I feel like they're going to bounce back this year. They have looked good so far. We'll see if they can keep it up. They did look good last year, but they kind of fell off. So we'll see. They're a deep team as well, so that's what I like about Philadelphia. And then as for Vancouver, I mean, they have been solid, maybe not solid enough. I think that's sort of where I am at with Vancouver. Um, just being, you know, a little bit better at scoring, 
a little bit better at defense. Their goaltending has been good, so I wouldn't really panic too much with this Canucks team. For sure. And I guess we'll move on to another um, really surprising game with uh, Buffalo taking a game against the Anaheim Ducks. Um, Buffalo's been really good um, this this season. Um, they were able to clutch this out in overtime. Um, Zemgis Gergensen for Buffalo in the first period. Um, Rasmin Asplund and Artu uh, Rutsalainen for both for Buffalo and Troy Terry and Adam Henrique for um, Anaheim. And in the third period, we had, uh, I guess, Simon Benoit. And in overtime, Rasmin Asplund was able to clutch the game out for Buffalo. And what are your thoughts about this? Yeah, I mean, um, Buffalo, like you said, they have been playing really well. They've won five out of their first seven games. A really hot start for them. Anaheim, they were looking good at the beginning of the year. They've really fallen off. I think they're what, like 0-3-2 in their past five games. So no wins in their past five games for the Ducks. Um, yeah, Buffalo clearly playing better. They're getting a lot out of their uh, – the coach is getting a lot out of the team. Um, and, yeah, we'll see how long Buffalo can continue this stretch for. Um, I know they might fall off eventually, but they are looking good right now. And then, I guess, as for the Ducks, we knew they'd sort of be like that rebuilding-type team. So the, the expectations weren't too high. So I'm not really concerned about them. I think they're sort of in the spot where we thought they would be. I think one thing I, I guess I was going for Buffalo was um, they had a pretty decent um, strength of, of schedule. So most of the teams that they were facing were beatable for Buffalo and they've been able to capitalize on it so far. Yeah, I mean, you play the schedule you're given, you got to beat the, the easier teams and that's what they're doing. So good on the Sabres. Yeah, for sure. And I guess moving on to uh, the next game, um, we have Seattle um, beating Minnesota Wild. So quite an upset. In the first period, we have um, Ryan Hartman and for Minnesota and Hayden Fleury for Seattle. Hayden Fleury again in the second period. And then Brandon Tanev and Mark Giordano, both for Seattle in the third. So the first period goal for Minnesota was their only goal of the game and what are your thoughts about this yeah I mean uh, this Minnesota team was really hot to start the year I believe this is Cam Talbot's first loss of the season he's been really solid for the wild as well and then I guess for Seattle I mean yeah they really needed the win um, they've been sort of not playing the best um, to start the year. I mean, they are an expansion team. We have to cut them some slack. Not everyone is going to have the, the crazy start like Vegas did in their first year. That's like a, a once-in-a-lifetime expansion team. But Seattle, they're a more down-to-earth expansion team. Um, expectations aren't too high, but solid win for them in this game. Yeah, for sure, especially against a team like Minnesota. Yeah, I definitely agree. Minnesota, this is just one loss. I wouldn't read too much into it. This is a solid team. They should be a playoff team this year. Yeah. And I guess uh, moving on to our next game, we have uh, Winnipeg uh, beating the LA Kings. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois in the first period and Rasmus Kvaryu for LA in the first period. Um, in the second period, we had Adrian Kemp for LA. And in the third period, we had Andrew Kopp and Pierre-Luc Dubois again for Winnipeg. And uh, what are your thoughts about this? Yeah, this Jets team's really turned it around after a rough start. Uh, they've won like what uh, four wins in a in a row or something like that. Like the Jets are they're they're just flying right now. The Kings they've lost six games in a row. 
are really not looking that great. They have a lot of injuries. Um, I think the Kings might need one more year to maybe keep building their team to maybe challenge for a playoff spot, especially with all the injuries this year. I don't think they'll be challenging uh, for one. Um, and then for the Jets, yeah, this, this is definitely a solid team. They're probably one of the top three teams in the Central right now, probably behind Colorado and St. Louis. So I definitely like what's going for the Jets this year. And I guess, unfortunately, for the Kings, it's looking kind of like a write-off at this point. Uh, I would hope not, but with all the injuries they have, especially on defense, I mean, what are they like? What are they going to do? Like, they were leading in the game and they let up in the third period because of the inexperience from the defense, right? So, um, it's going to be really tough for the Kings going forward until they get some defensemen back. I think one defenseman towards ACL, so he's out for the year. Drew Doughty's out for the for a good chunk of the year, and yeah, their defense is really depleted this year. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. And I guess moving on, we have, uh, I guess, another surprising game. Um, Montreal got a must-needed uh, win, or much-needed win against San Jose. Um, a shutout, basically. So 4-0. Mike Hoffman in the first, Alexander Romanov and Brendan Gallagher in the second period. And uh, Josh Anderson in the third. Um, really dominant performance by Montreal. What are your thoughts about this? Yeah, um, my thoughts are Mike Hoffman's looked so solid since he's come back from injury. I think he has three goals in like four games, something crazy like that. Like he's been so solid for them. And then um, uh, Romanov, Gallagher, and Anderson all got their first goals of the year. Uh, these guys, a lot of them just couldn't get anything going to start the year, and now they have goals, which is good. Then as for the Sharks, yeah, they won their first four, but they lost their last three, so... Uh, it's a little troubling for them. They got to get things turned around. And, and then as for Jake Allen, it's his best game he's played for, for Montreal so far this season. So uh, good on him getting the shutout. Yeah, for sure. And I guess hopefully um, Montreal can continue this performance. Yeah, I mean, they have to at least get a respectable record until Price comes back. We don't know when that's going to be. Obviously, a lot of their other guys haven't been playing well. So yeah, hopefully they can turn things around for sure. For sure. And I guess moving on to um, some of Friday's games, um, some of them have finished. So we'll start with um, the Florida game against Detroit. Um, basically, Florida was able to clutch this out in overtime, 3-2. Um, in the first period, um, we had Weto uh, Lister-Renin for um, Florida and Alexander Barkov for Florida as well. And in the second period, we had Sam Gagné. And in the third period, we had uh, Pius Suter to tie the game up. And Alexander Barkov was able to clutch the game for Florida. Um, what are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, I mean, this is Florida's uh, first game without their coach. Obviously, he was released after everything that had happened. And, I mean, this team just didn't skip a beat. They're still undefeated on the year 8-0. and This Panthers team, they look really strong either way. Um, hopefully Andrew Burnett's going to be a solid interim coach for them. And then as for Detroit, I mean, even with this overtime loss, they still have what four wins in their first eight games. So no one expected Detroit to be this solid. So uh, they're playing really well. And I mean, Florida, they look like the hottest team in the league right now. I don't think anyone's stopping them right now. I don't even know when they're going to get their first loss, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, both teams have been looking so solid, especially Florida. Yeah, I mean, like some teams like Carolina are six and zero. I mean, Florida's eight and zero. So if they go their first ten games ten and zero, that's insane. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing they're probably gonna be like 
maybe like, I guess, the best in their division or at least number two at the lowest. Yeah, I mean, they are playing Boston on Saturday in Boston. So that's going to be their biggest test. Yeah, we'll definitely have to see how they do there. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we'll move on to our next game. We have another shutout, um, I guess, with the New York Rangers um, shutting out the Columbus Blue Jackets 4-0. We had Ryan Strom and Alex Lafreniere in the first period. And in the third period, um, Chris Kreider was able to get two goals um, to, I guess, finish the game off. Um, What are your thoughts about this performance by New York? I mean, the Rangers are pretty much in stride now. They're playing really solid. They're like, what, 5-2-1 and one on the season, near the top of their division. Definitely like what they've done with their team. They definitely have a really solid team right now. And as for Columbus, I mean, they're 4-3. and three. No one really expects them to do anything this year since they pretty much tore everything down last year. So, I mean, um, they have good young pieces. I guess uh, we'll see how they uh, continue to play. And, yeah, um, both teams, obviously, they're in the same division. Uh, the Rangers are looking really strong right now. Yeah, I guess this is pretty a pretty good trajectory for um, both teams, even though Columbus isn't, I guess, maybe looking the best if they were trying to push for a playoff, but it doesn't look like they're trying to do that right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, if Columbus makes the playoffs, that's pretty much a bonus at this point because I don't really think that's in their um, – obviously, the players, it's in their mindset, but I don't think in terms of the management plan for this team, I don't think that that's sort of in the books for them. And I guess uh, moving on to another shutout, we have the Eric Zona Coyotes versus the Washington Capitals. And Washington was able to get two goals um, in the third to clutch the game out. Um, John Carlson and Alex Ovechkin, they were able to get two goals in the third for the shutout. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, Alex Ovechkin's just insane what he's doing at this age. He's like 34 or 35 and he's leading the league in goals. I mean, he's going to have like, what, 10 in October, probably, since this is his ninth. So, I mean, if he scores 10 every month, he's going to have like 60 this year. I mean, he's just been playing out of his mind. And then, yeah, this Capitals team, they're just on a roll. They haven't lost a game in regulation time. They're like, what, 5-0-3 this year. Uh, We mentioned Arizona. They get another loss. So, yeah, um, Arizona, they're at the basement of the league. Uh, They don't have much talent on their team, so that's probably – why they're there and then for the capitals yeah they're looking strong like they normally do yeah for sure and i guess we can move on to another a really dominant performance um carolina hurricanes getting six goals against chicago's three so a really high scoring game um in the first period we have a whole bunch of goals um brandon hagel in the first tony d'angelo for carolina in the first and then adam got a responded for Chicago and then Jordan Stahl responded for Carolina and then Derek Stepan and Jesperi Kotkaniemi were both able to get two more goals for Carolina so really high scoring first period and then in the second period Sebastian Aho and Andrin Sveshnikov got two more goals for Carolina and Alex Dabrinkit was able to get another goal for Chicago, but unfortunately it wasn't enough to match up with Carolina. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this Carolina team, they're probably the second best team behind Florida. I mean, they're at 7-0. and They're looking really good. I mean, uh, they did allow some goals, but obviously their backup goalie was in tonight. I believe Antti Ranta was the goalie. 
So yeah, like I won't fault them there. And then as for Chicago, 06 and two is not a great way to start. They have on the ice issues. They have off the ice issues. This team just really needs to turn things around. I don't know what's going on here with them, but um, yeah, there's, there's definitely needs to be some turnaround for Chicago for sure. Yeah, I don't think this was the start that they're expecting at all, especially considering on paper, Chicago should be one of the better teams in the division. Yeah, I definitely agree. This is really not the way they wanted to start the season for sure. And I guess um, the other two games are still going on. Um, Vegas is in is leading Anaheim in the third period 3-1, and Ottawa is leading Dallas 3-1 in the second. So we won't be going over um, those games. So that pretty much wraps up, um, I guess, the recap. And I guess we'll move on to uh, pickups and we'll start with uh, forwards. So who do you got for forwards? All right. I'll start with forwards for, I guess, centers. Um, I'll go with Josh Norris from Ottawa. I mean, uh, he has been playing pretty solid to start the year. Um, I believe in this game that's currently going on right now, he has two goals. So I didn't like when I was going, when I was picking these guys for pickups, this was before the game started on Friday. So yeah, he has two goals in this game, uh, power play point, two shots and a hit. He's getting like shots and hits. I think last game, three shots, three hits, and then five shots, two hits the game before that two shots, two hits, three shots, two hits. Like he's just getting categories. He's covering everything. And on a team like Ottawa that, you know, maybe they would get some minuses. He's been plus every, he's sorry. He's been even or plus every game of the season. So this Josh Norris guy, if he needs centers, He's under 50% roster in Yahoo leagues. Definitely go at him. Uh, he's really solid. And then uh, for wingers, Lucas Raymond, rookie from Detroit. Um, I know he did have that like hat trick game a couple games ago, but he had an assist the game after that. Um, his plus minus has been solid. He's only been uh, a minus in one game the entire season. Um, he's been getting points in almost every game, shots in every game. The only thing you won't get for you is hits. So that's definitely something um, that you won't be getting from him, but everything else, he's really solid. And then um, the other winger that I have is Victor Olofsson from the Buffalo Sabres. He's, he's in the top 50 in category leagues in Yahoo, but yeah, he's only 25% rostered. So this is definitely a guy you should be adding. He is the most talented offensive player currently on this Buffalo team without Jack Eichel. So definitely you need to be adding this guy. Two assists in the Thursday game. He had two goals in the game before that. He's getting like almost three shots a game. He's getting points. His plus minus, he hasn't been minus all season. So definitely go add this guy. He's going to be really solid. And yeah, that's my forwards. For sure. And I guess for my forwards, I'll start with um, center uh, Ivan Barbashev. Um, at the moment, he's about 18% rostered. He's on a St. Louis team that is... Um, they're really hot right now, and Ivan Bar Barbashev has also been playing pretty solid. So um, if you need a pick um, in a deep league, you could definitely take a look at him. And for right wing, I have um, Zach Cash in for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, he's also been um, pretty hot right now. I think for the season, he has three goals, two assists, and four shots. He is minus one, but... For the most part, that shouldn't be too much of a problem, especially if you're in a deeper league. And I guess uh, for my other winger, I have um, 
because I'm guessing Gergen sent for Buffalo. He's again more of a deep league pick. So it's more of like if you have like one week of one, if you need someone for like one week, or if you have injuries on your shallow league, he's more of someone you can take a look at. But he's been um, really hot for, I guess, a guy who's only 2% rostered. Um, he has three goals, three assists. He's plus five with 15 shots. So um, there's a lot of value, especially if you're um, in a deep league. And uh, that's who I got for forwards. So um, who do you got for defense? Yeah, for defense, I have Evan Bouchard again. I talked about him last week. Like his ice time just keeps increasing for the Oilers. The Oilers are also a solid team. He's only been minus one game the whole year. Um, he, a lot of games he's getting four shots or more. So for a defenseman, that's crazy because normally they don't shoot that much. He is playing on the power play. Um, he hasn't gotten as many points yet this year, but if his ice time keeps going up, he's going to be getting exposure to guys like McDavid and Dreisaitl and some of the top players on the Oilers. So um, if you're projecting a breakout for a defenseman, definitely go check him out. And then I have uh, Gustav Forsling from the Florida Panthers. He's only around 25% rostered. Uh, he's been only minus one game the whole season. Um, I think one game, the one against Boston, he had like three assists in that game. He's been getting shots on goal. Definitely go add this guy. He's, he's has been really solid. If you need like a fifth or sixth defenseman for your team, he's definitely someone you should be looking at. And that's who I have for defensemen. For sure. And I guess for defense, um, I guess I'll talk about um, Rasmus Anderson. Um, he's been pretty uh, good right now for the Calgary Flames. He's another, I guess, deep league defenseman that you can take a look at. Um, he has about four assists, um, seven shots, and he's plus nine. So if you need a lot of plus minus, he's definitely someone that you can take a look at. And I guess I'll talk about uh, Radko Gudis as well. Um, it's about 48% rostered. He's another guy that gives you a lot of plus minus, gives you a lot of um, shots, and he also gives you a lot of hits as well. He gives you a little bit of assist, but for the most part, you're going to want to look at um, plus minus and uh, shots. And I guess we'll move on to goalies. So who you got for goalies? Yeah, my goalie pickup is going to be Thomas Grice. Um, honestly, um, in all the games he's played, he's only lost one. He won the other three. Um, his stats have pretty, like, they've been pretty insane. Like what he has like a nine, a nine seventeen save percentage, 2.55 goals against average and three wins on basically a Detroit team that it's not, they're not great. I mean, they have started out really well, but I think he's one of the main reasons why they started out well. He's outplayed the other goalie there, uh, Alex Nedeljkovic. So, I mean, if you're looking for a guy to stream, I know Nedeljkovic got the loss uh, in the game on Friday, but they are playing a back-to-back. -back. He's playing against Toronto. It's going to be a tough game. Uh, is there a chance that he gets a win? Maybe because Toronto's sort of been on a, a back-and-forth swing. But, um, yeah, he's definitely a goalie you should be rostering as his statistics are really solid. For sure. And I guess for my goalie, it's more of um, riding the wave, I guess. So I'm going to recommend Craig Anderson again for the Buffalo Sabres. Um, currently 27% rostered. Um, Buffalo, they've been having a really good um, schedule. I think they've, they've won like five out of their last seven games, which is really good. So he has about four wins for the season. His goal against average is 1.98, and his save percent is almost 94%. So he's really hot right now. Um, Buffalo's schedule is 
going to be still pretty decent at least until the next week. So um, if you need a pickup or like a goalie for another week, then you can definitely take a look at him. And um, I guess that's about it for pickups. And we'll move on to previews now. And I guess we can start with um, the New York Islanders versus the Nashville Predators. And um, who do you think takes this game? Yeah, honestly, I'm not too sure. Um, I think Nashville was favored in this game coming in, but the line sort of flipped and the Islanders are now favored. Um, yeah, it's kind of tough to say. Maybe I might side with Nashville. They definitely need a bounce back. They haven't been playing well. Um, and I mean, they are at home. The Islanders have this long road trip they're on, so they're bound to lose some going forward. So yeah, I think maybe I might take Nashville here. For sure. And I guess we can move on to um, Montreal versus the LA Kings. Um, they're both in need of a win. So I guess, who do you think takes it? Honestly, this game can go either way. Um, it probably just depends who's the goalie for each team. Probably just take a look at that beforehand. Might slightly lean with the Kings since they're home and they didn't play too bad in most of that game against the Jets. Um, I don't know if Montreal can keep up the scoring. Um, yeah, like I said, this is a game that could go back and forth. I might slightly take the Kings. For sure. And I guess moving on to um, the Winnipeg Jets versus the San Jose Sharks. Um, they've both been pretty solid so far, but who do you think takes this? Yeah, I mean, you just got to keep riding with the Jets. They're so hot right now. Sharks are sort of on a downswing. So just keep riding that momentum until we see anything different than that. For sure. And moving on to um, Florida versus Boston. Um, this is going to be, I guess, a tough matchup, but who do you think takes this? I don't know. Maybe this is where Boston gets the Panthers. The, I'm sort of feeling like that. That might be the case. If Florida somehow wins this game, maybe they might even go 82-0. Who knows? But, I mean, like, I think this is the game where they get got. Yeah, I mean, the streak has to end eventually. Yeah, and I mean, Boston's just overdue for a win. Like, they just, they've been, like, middling to start the year. This sort of is the game, I feel like, where Boston sort of gets it done. But we'll have to see. For sure. And I guess we can move on to um, Detroit versus Toronto. Um, who do you think takes this? I mean, I got to go with the Leafs. They're at home. They really need to turn their season around. Uh, they got a good win against Chicago. It was a comeback victory, but a win is still a win. Um, hopefully, you know, they've had a couple of days off. They can keep things rolling uh, against a Detroit team that just played Friday night. So they're going to be a little tired. So I, I definitely like Toronto here. For sure. And I guess we can move on to New Jersey versus Pittsburgh. And I guess Pittsburgh definitely has more than a chance to beat them. Yeah, I definitely like Pittsburgh here. They're at home. Both teams are missing players, but I think the Penguins are the stronger overall team. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. And moving on to Chicago versus St. Louis, um, does Chicago get their sorely needed win? I can't pick Chicago to get a win until they get one. I'm still going to pick against them every time, especially since the St. Louis team's really hot right now. Uh, one loss to Colorado shouldn't derail their momentum. I think they are really solid, so I'm going to pick St. Louis here. All right. And speaking of Colorado, they're facing Minnesota. Two really solid teams, but who do you think takes this? Yeah, it's tough to pick against Colorado at home. Um, this game could actually go any which way. Um, maybe I might slightly lean with the Avalanche since they seem to be turning it around now. 
Um, but yeah, the, the, this game, like I said, can go either way, but I will take Colorado. All right. So I guess we can move on to the next game. Um, Edmonton versus Vancouver. Um, I'm guessing Edmonton takes this. You got to keep rolling with the Oilers until they, you know, they're not hot anymore because yeah, they're one of the hottest teams in the league. McDavid's he's like clapping at like three points a night. Some games he's just insane. Uh, yeah, this Oilers team for sure. I have to go with them. All right. And I guess we'll go ahead to the last game on the slate. We have Philadelphia versus Calgary, two really solid teams. They're both hot right now, but who do you think takes this game? Yeah, this is another one that can go either way. I mean, both teams are so solid right now. Calgary's hot. Flyers are hot. I'm going to have to just go with the home team, I guess, since I can't really pick either way. Maybe Calgary gets it done here. Um, Flyers are due for some regression, I guess, since they are on the road. So, yeah, I'm going to pick Calgary here. All right. And I guess that brings us to the end of everything NHL. And Do you have any final thoughts? Honestly, um, some teams have surprised us with how good they've been. For example, Buffalo and others. And some teams just really haven't been good, like Chicago and, and some of those teams. So, yeah, it's a full of surprises this season. I think um, over the next couple episodes or so, things will sort of come down to earth. We'll start to see which are the real teams, which teams, you know, sort of come back down to earth if they were flying high or which teams sort of bounce back. Like we talked about, there's a chance Montreal sort of bounces back. Uh, there's a couple other teams. Tampa Bay already had their bounce back this past week. I think they'll definitely start to build up their record. Colorado is another one of those teams that, you know, could turn things around. So, yeah, um, it's a great overall look uh, at the league. And, yeah, it's been a pretty great season so far. Yeah, I guess my thoughts on Buffalo are, I mean, they did face kind of like weaker teams in the league, but at the same time, um, the just the season before, I think they had one of their worst records in the entire league. So I would already consider this like, them like starting to turn the team around and this is just only in one season. So, so far the rebuild's been looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, last season, they pretty much hit rock bottom. It's only up from there. Um, if the Jack Eichel trade eventually happens, they definitely want to get some good pieces back for him and sort of help use that to build their team so that they can sort of, like you said, continue to uh, progress through the rebuild. Sure. And that about uh, wraps up everything NHL for this week. Um, if you like what you watched, um, you can definitely subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, give us a like, um, give us a review, let us know about your thoughts on how the nhl is going so far and if you liked what you listened to you can follow us on spotify you can also follow us on uh, apple music and google podcasts and if you need some sports picks you can follow us at fan fan podcast on both twitter and instagram and we'll see you guys next week